everyone, and welcome to the 16th episode of One Hot Pod, a romance novel comedy podcast that I host with my husband. I am Kelsey Hahn, a total and utter lover of romance novels. And I'm Tyler Hahn, your brave book basilisk. <laughs> Killed it that time. Yeah, you got it. We're all learning how to say words. <laughs> well done. I read a book a week and I still can't speak. Uh-uh. Well, Proper reading English. has nothing to do with speaking, so... That's my problem. Uh, <laughs> do you not read these out loud? <laughs> oh, yeah. You did say last night that you can only read out loud. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. So every week we will dive into a new book and go through the entire plot, talk about all our feelings about it, what the hell's going on, all of the filthy words for butthole that the author uses. <laughs> All that different shit. Um, so obviously there's going to be spoilers um, during every episode if you fucking care, but you you won't because you're not going to fucking read these books. Um, but we'll announce next week's book at the end of the episode if uh, you're curious and feel like reading a, a crazy book and uh, knowing what we're talking about. But it's more fun if you don't. So we, we recommend not reading it. Is it? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, but this week, we have a very special guest. Um, you may know her as the ghost writer <laughs> of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Legendarium, <laughs> Leah Watson! <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for that very, very excellent intro. I feel, feel so welcome. It's so nice to have my work acknowledged. <laughs> I've never heard of uh, this Lord of the Rings. <laughs> never. It's like an indie book that I self-published. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Some other music. I mean, like, they finished that song and they went on to the next song. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> We're professionals. We are. <laughs> Love it. Oh, my goodness. Well, so, Yeah, well, oh, we brought yeah. in a, a professional writer to uh, critique this oh, work yeah. of... Work of, art. work of art. That's the kind of caliber that I am trying to bring to the table <laughs> when we're talking about. Oh, my word. But you really are. I feel like out of anybody, it would be like you and Samantha are like the romance experts, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> I, sure. <laughs> that's not totally off base uh, because the book that we're reading today is called Educating Gina, and it was the first romance novel that I ever read in a long lifetime of reading romance novels. Uh, I didn't know it was your first. Oh, yeah. I was 13 when I read this book. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got it from the local library, and I literally <laughs> hid it under my mattress so my mom wouldn't find it, and then she found it, because obviously. <laughs> <laughs> what were the repercussions of finding a book that just says Blaze? Because <laughs> if you look at the book cover, you don't know the title. You think the title is Blaze. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's very misleading. The book cover is definitely half-naked man and woman hugging yeah. uh, so it's obviously very provocative and not something you necessarily want your 13 year old daughter to be reading also half-naked from the waist up not yeah. waist oh down. yeah that's, <laughs> that's not that's too Winnie the Poohs oh, <laughs> that's an important distinction yeah. to make yeah, I just got a brief talk about how the books aren't necessarily representative of what a sexual relationship is Did like. Did she read it and then? Oh, no. She <laughs> just has, like, a general knowledge of romance novels gotcha. and such. Yeah. So it's very sweet of you to say that I'm a romance novel expert <laughs> because I have been reading them for, like, two-thirds of my life. Yeah, I mean, and that's, we that's were... what The Two Towers are based off, right? <laughs> <laughs> this book? The Two Towers are based off of last week's book, Gone with the Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> 
you may recognize Bigfoot yes. as the character who shows up in the Two Towers, Treebeard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> well, yeah, so this week we read Educating Gina by Debbie Rollins. Uh, it was a fucking buck wild ride. It is bananas. Yeah, it's a lot. So uh, I'm going to start off by reading the synopsis, which is my favorite part of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Love may be the international language, but sex is more fun to learn. Sure, Gina Ferraro grew up in sheltered convent schools in her native Tuscany, but that doesn't mean she doesn't know a thing or two about men. After all, she's seen sex in the city. So when she arrives in New York to visit relatives, Gina knows what she's after, a gorgeous guy willing to help further her education. Sex education, that is. For Mike Mason, escorting his boss's niece around town for the whole month should be a breeze. Show her the sights, take in a few shows, how hard could it be? Little does he know that his job and his much-ignored libido will be on the line when the repute... Reputedly? Oh. Totally. <laughs> it's called bad. Mom's dumb. <laughs> Reputedly shy, bookish niece turns out to be hot, sexy Gina, ready to finally indulge her fantasies on her trip to America with Mike. <laughs> that's what that is. <laughs> that's, that's the very that, uh, impressive, intense ending. Yes. Also, his libido is on the line. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> It's on the line. It's on the line. If, if things go poorly. <laughs> he will lose it. Ignore how I couldn't pronounce reputedly. <laughs> I'll edit that out for sure. Reputedly. I'll just bleep it out. Yeah. <laughs> how dirty are they allowed to get yeah. these blurbs? Filthy. <laughs> yeah. Let's go over these uh, our, our, our main characters. Yeah. So Mike is the main dude. Mike Mason. Mike Mason. Mason. Which is definitely not his real name. <laughs> That's like fakey fake superhero. Yeah. Like he had to go into Witsack. And... Right. I think like Mike Smith's more believable than like Mike Mason. <laughs> I agree. Um, then... He works for um, a winery. Yeah. Like the, it's like a distributor. Yeah. A dis- that's well, the word. Is it? <laughs> Because they they work with distributors, right? So I, I think they're they're the, they're the main, they are the, the top. Yeah, they, they are the vineyards. winery, the vineyard, but yeah. it's like the business part of it. They totally. don't like True. make the wine because at one point <laughs> yeah. they're like this. Are, like we don't need to work with distributors because we are a distributor. <laughs> so I'm like, so you don't know your business. Yeah, I'm very confused. Oh, <laughs> they're like Tina, you're so smart. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize for the last like 30 years of running this business. Yeah, that we're also another vertical part of yes. the business. <laughs> so, so he's like a handsome, really tall, green-eyed man. There's yeah. not a lot of other. He's 28. Yeah, right. He's 28. He sure is. He sure the is. The book cover is so <laughs> deceiving. Because he doesn't look that he attractive. Looks like a nightmare, no. yeah. <laughs> he, he looks, looks like he's forty. <laughs> he looks like you asked a computer to simulate an attractive man. Yes, exactly. and he's made of clay, like melted clay. He's made of clay. It's just oh all squishy. <laughs> just clay over robot parts. Yep. that's all he is. So he uh, he works at this winery place, um, and then he works for Antonio Scarpetti, which is like the main guy, and then his son, right? Yeah, Robert. It's Robert Scarpetti. Uh-huh. And those are like the three three main people you know at the, the business side. And Mike started working there because his mom started working there when he was like little. 
Yeah. And they took care of his family because his dad left them or something. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She was laid off and unemployed. Uh-huh. The Scar Patties, like, gave her a job and, like, paid her more than what she was really worth. Yes. <laughs> That's it. They did bring uh, that up. For some reason. <laughs> yeah. So, so Mike has felt very indebted to them, like, his whole life. And he wants to be part of the family, basically, because they're the only family he has. But yep. he's never really quite part of the family. Yep. So sad. Yeah. Um, so we find out, uh, that Antonio's niece, Gina, is coming from Italy because she's a wild one, I guess. And her, mom, <laughs> her mom's had it with her antics, so she's sending her to New York for a month. Because that's how you curb yeah. somebody's rebellion. <laughs> Send him on a rumspring up. Yeah, that's basically what it is. It's like, this is your punishment. You're going to New York City. Yeah. <laughs> Here, watch all these DVDs of Sex in the City first. <laughs> do that. <laughs> yeah, that's what you have to do before you come to New York City. Yes. But, also, I like to make a note that I don't know if it's out of laziness, but all my notes say Gia. Oh, so, no! <laughs> and then halfway through, I switched it to Gina. Uh-huh. So I had more time in the second half of this Yeah, part. 25% more time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so then Antonio is talking to his son, Robert, and he's like, your cousin's coming. Your cousin's coming. Perfect. You got a show around the city. Outstanding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is it Ray Romano? Yeah. <laughs> Debra. You Gina. gotta show around the city. I can't do oh, Yeah, I can't listen to that. <laughs> Truly a nightmare. Uh, and Robert's like, no, I'm going on a vacation for two weeks. Like, I can't babysit a 23-year-old. That's absurd. Which, like, why does a 23-year-old need to be babysit? Is, like, I think, the first question. Because they're very, like, uh traditional yeah i guess does she, does she work yes at a, a aka convent? super shitty does she work at a convent or go to a convent i don't know what a convent is i don't believe she did because she went to college she did and i, I thought she also had something to do with some like religious like institution there I'm, maybe yeah didn't i just read something about that in the... like, said convent. <laughs> yeah it's a convent i'm like she's a con- she is a convent <laughs> they say so little about oh no uh catholic, oh, catholic boarding school. convent oh, yeah. schools yeah, yeah. gotcha so they're really religious with her like upbringing, but yeah, for sure. And then they just basically want her to get married and have kids Ugh. and not yeah. like fucking just like take care of the house. Yeah, don't do don't do any business. That's man stuff. Yeah, it's a uh, <laughs> bummer. That's like yeah. the that's like the whole uh, underlying moral compass of this whole book or whatever yep. is like. Yeah, you could you could do more than. Uh, be a housewife you don't have to just pop out babies and keep a home yeah not that there's anything wrong with that wink (laughs) (laughs) so robert is like hey uh you should let mike like take care of her (laughs) and watch her and he's like oh he's (laughs) he can't do that he's a dude she's a girl you you do the arithmetic It's like this Mike. Robert mirrored his father's expansive shrug. He's practically family, right? Antonio frowned. Practically isn't good enough. He's a male and she's a female. You do the arithmetic. (laughs) You do the math. You do the arithmetic. arithmetic. (laughs) Like, it's the 90s. Some people are gay. (laughs) Other people are, like, capable of not banging everyone on the gender that they're into. 
Oh. And Mike doesn't seem like he's like has like this reputation. Like all he does no. is work. He's like a hardworking guy <laughs> that like has no girlfriend, and all he does is work. So it's like he doesn't seem like a kind of person that would be like a threat to this person. That'd be but, like the person you'd want to have. Yeah. What happens? <laughs> <laughs> but what happens? If they next? had it listened to Antonio, he was right the whole yeah. time. What if she just went on the cruise? Yep. <laughs> That's, uh. a, that's a whole different rumsh for me. Yeah. Antonio says, I'm talking about hormones or testosterone <laughs> or whatever those things are. <laughs> like he knows these words, but he doesn't know what they Sounds are. Like <laughs> yes. oh. oh, my God. So, yeah, then Robert is like, no, no worries. Like, Mike's gay. He's not going to try and fuck Gina. Like... <laughs> Talks around it so much. Yes. He's like, oh, he bats for the other team. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hate That's it. That's her favorite favorite phrase for like bats a gay for person. the other yeah. team. She says like four times. <laughs> it's, it's outrageous. Uh. It means he could be an interior decorator or something. Am I right? I'd like, be an interior decorator. Exactly. <laughs> you interior decorated the fuck out of this yeah. podcast loft. Don't let me near your nieces. Yikes. Um, <laughs> so uh Antonio's like, I sounds good. Uh you go on your cruise, I guess, and uh Mike can watch her. So then she comes the next day, right? Yeah. She, she appears. She appears. <laughs> She's just there suddenly. They're like, Oh Mike, I want you to come in so I can talk to you about something. Yeah, you asked this guy like a day before your niece, Hey, you yeah. can watch this this kid for like a week, right? He basically like demands it of him though. Yeah. Um but then she walks in and she's dressed in like a like a really frumpy black shapeless, baggy. Yeah depressing but she's got a hot face (laughs) (laughs) what's the opposite of a butter face yeah (laughs) what is the opposite of a butter what's the opposite of butter Butter body (laughs) butter body that's what i've got from like years and years of eating butter body body. that's me for sure (laughs) double butter body That does sound good as hell, though. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. <laughs> Go this get some sponsor, butter burger. Culver. <laughs> we'll be back with yes. many butter burgers. <laughs> Butter's burger. <laughs> Hello, she said in a throaty voice, her sultry accent wrapping around Mike like a cashmere blanket. <laughs> like, how much accent are you going to get out of those two syllables? <laughs> I could see if she was like, a buongiorno. Yeah. <laughs> Scoozy? Scoozy, your favorite word. That's because the author only knows two words. Exactly. <laughs> it's always like, she started muttering something in Italian. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just scoozy. Just translate it. Uh, oh my god. So so she starts fighting with him. Like, I don't need I don't need anyone to babysit me. I'm like a grown-up yeah, woman. She's 23. I'm 23 yeah. years old. Uh, so they fight about it for a while. Yeah. <sighs> and like, I feel like Mike is initially attracted. Like, there's an initial attraction where they have to, like, set up these two characters. They're like, ooh, Mike. I like a Mike. Yeah, I like a Mike. <laughs> I like a Mike. <laughs> and, like, Gina with her hot face. And yeah. then he is immediately, like, half chubbed because. It's so <laughs> gross. <laughs> and he says Gina was going to be more trouble than he anticipated, but not if he got a grip of himself. Oh shit, he wanted to be gripped, all right. <laughs> the best <laughs> That was one of my my highlights, right? 
<laughs> I'm just taking the reins. Yeah, you, you, it sounds way better out of your mouth. <laughs> out of my mouth, it just sounds creepy. That's such a weird way that you just said that. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds so much better out of your mouth. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I wish you had said it any other way. <laughs> out of exactly. Your butt. <laughs> out of your butt. Uh, um, I just want to clarify, in case the listeners are confused. Um, her body is pretty good too. <laughs> oh yeah, her body's not bad. Yeah, she is super bad. Yeah. She gave me a lot of self-esteem issues when I was thirteen. <laughs> yeah, she's perfect. She's, uh, got, she's got them giant boobs that are somehow still super perky. Yeah, because she's twenty-three, the sexiest age a woman can be. <laughs> <laughs> they stay firmly up when she's not wearing a bra. Yeah, that's how boobs work. <laughs> she's like, oh, am I not? Am I <laughs> not? <laughs> Unbelievable. (sighs) There is so much emphasis on her boobs throughout this entire book. Mm -hmm. It's just boobs, boobs, boobs all the time. Yes. It's a lot. It's a lot. (laughs) There's a lot of attention is paid to the boobs. I mean, I feel like there's like different tame levels of these books. And Mm -hmm. I feel like you got one level that's like, we're going to concentrate on like boobs Mm -hmm. and butts. And then you got the next level, which is just like vagina yeah oh yeah cock and yeah cock. well this is that absolutely makes sense for this one because it's like it really fetishizes virginity like mm. constantly yeah. repeatedly mm. so it kind of makes sense that it's just like oh boobs the relatively safest part of, <laughs> yeah. a, of a woman who's never done anything sexually yes uh so then you find out that Gina is a virgin and she wants to lose her virginity yeah, to Mike. She, like, wants to make yep. him her, her victim. Oh. <laughs> her victim. <laughs> yeah, like, she's just, like, got him in her sights. <sighs> uh, let me see if I can get this uh, reference correct. Let me let me know if I'm correct. Um, um, is Mike going to be her big or her Mr. Big? Is that... Yuck. Is it... <laughs> Yuck, <laughs> <I> indeed. <laughs> Is that a good reference? Um, Mike, I've Mike's, never seen Sex in the City. <laughs> I can't tell. Mike seems way nicer than Mr. Big. Is it Mr. Big? It is Mr. Big. Oh my god. Mr. Big's the fucking Tom worst. Hanks? Yeah, he's... No, that's um, big, Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> excuse me? Excuse <laughs> No, he'd be like the Aiden. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Just like soft and gentle. I don't know uh-huh. means, he's but... like a carpenter. He's played by the man from my big fat recording. Yeah, by... So um, you can imagine like oh his soft God. brown curls. Zach Braff. No. Yes, Zach Braff. <laughs> Zach John Braff's something. Turn on no. Oh my God, this is gonna kill me. <laughs> is this a segment where we guess the actor? Yeah. <laughs> a minute. <laughs> this is what happened last time. This is IMDb corner. IMDb corner. Having a Chris Pine moment. All right. Oh, yeah, my big fat Greek moment. wedding. <laughs> are you actually searching? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck my is this name? My parents are obsessed with that movie, it's or maybe a, my, a really my good mom movie. was obsessed with it. John Corbett. Oh, Corbett. So handsome. Thank God, I knew it was John something. Yeah, you nailed it. God, I love him. <laughs> um, he was in. Uh, did you watch To All the Boys I Loved Before? Oh yes. Oh my God, the dad. Yeah. Now he's like dad hot. Yeah. Dad. It's a better kind of hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Corbett, where I mean, Corbett? to close the, close the door on Corbett. <laughs> yeah. The Dorbit. The Dorbit. Norbit. Got him. <laughs> this is just word association at this point. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. Uh, he takes her out to lunch. He takes her to like a sports bar or something. Yeah. And... <laughs> Welcome to New York. <laughs> yeah. And can I read uh, a little passage here? Oh yeah. When Cindy, a cocktail waitress in a black miniskirt and a tight blouse endorsing the Mets, walked by with a tray of mugs, Gina's eyes widened even more. She watched the woman deliver the beer to a table and blinked in astonishment when the redhead leaned over to unload the tray. The way the skirt rode up, not much was left to the imagination. So this brings us to my thesis for this book. Gina is gay. Yeah. She's so gay. Oh my god. She's constantly talking about how beautiful other women are and how she's distracted by looking at all these beautiful women in New York. <gasps> yeah, I mean, wow. I think she's just like curious yeah. at this point. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> and we'll get to the, the other parts where... <laughs> oh my god, yes. Yeah. Curious. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh boy. Oh yeah. boy. What a buck well. Uh, oh my god, she for sure is. She's so gay. This beautiful ba- baby yeah. gay. <laughs> this beautiful gay for sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so she's still dressed like a schlub, right? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. she's, oh, she's stuck in her frumpy clothes. Yeah. Do they order a hot dog at this bar? No, that's when they go to <laughs> Central Park. <laughs> hot dog watch, 2019. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, but then she goes home, right? Mm-hmm. And to, then... uh, to Uncle Antonio. So Zio Antonio. Zio Antonio. Zio's uncle, uncle, right? Yes. Like Tio, his mm-hmm. aunt. No, Tio and Tia are aunt and uncle in Spanish, and Zio and Zia are Italian. I like the Z better. I agree. Me too. Yeah. Cooler, much cooler. <laughs> no uh, offense, Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> All offense. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so she talks about how she really wants to go to Central Park, mm-hmm. right? That's where I would want to go. So I've been Definitely. to New York a few yeah, times. Yeah, it's the best part. And I, I don't really like New York. I'm going to come out as an anti-New York person. <laughs> Uh, but Central Park's good because it's like the Wisconsin part of yeah. New York. <laughs> it's the part that has nature in it. That's I the mean, cutest, it's... most Midwestern thing to say. Uh, you can like sit on a hill and it doesn't even feel like a city. It's yeah, crazy. It's like, I'm going to go to New York City yeah. and then I'm going to go to Central Park to get out of the city. Yeah, <laughs> It's wonderful. The safe part of... Well, it's not safe though. That's where no. like all the homeless that's... people hide. Well, right? According like, to no, Law and Order, order that's where yeah. people are always found murdered Murder, by joggers. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Murdered by joggers? No, no, oh. found by joggers. Oh. oh no! Oh no! My dangling participle. It is. That is like a big thing I never thought about. It's like if I was like into jogging, I would never run through Central Park because no. you know you're gonna find somebody. At least not body, late at night or early sure. in the morning yeah. when you're gonna be the person to find a body. Yes. Avoid that. I'm sure that everything on Law and Order is presented accurately. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, so she goes to Zio Antonio's. Yes, and then uh, she we find out she packed all this like scandalous clothing that's you know super tight and glittery and yeah and like it like fits her like human clothing yeah <laughs> it's like mystique from x-men yes <laughs> <laughs> so she like she made all these clothing herself i'm like so amazed and proud of her i yeah. kind of think she's awesome yeah she spent her whole life working up to this moment she really did um so she the next day gets dressed to go to Central Park, and Mike comes over and he's like, "Whoa, <laughs> you're dressed to go to like a nightclub." I feel like <laughs> we're going to the park. What if you need to sit down? Yep. So he's like, "Let's go buy you some jeans." <laughs> yeah. So there's the jean montage. She gets some jeans. She looks smoking hot. Oh, Wait, yeah. did they get a hot dog at Central Park? <laughs> They're not at Central Park. <laughs> All I want to talk about. <laughs> So then they go to Central Park. 
and they ordered hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) But then after they have the hot dog, she yells. It's in all caps. I want another hot dog. (laughs) And a Coca-Cola with a lot with lots of ice. The only thing you don't like want when you order like any kind of soda is ice. Dirty Central Park ice. (laughs) Dirty Central Park ice. I don't want the Coke. Just give me some dirty ice. And she's like, no. Or he's like, no. <laughs> I don't have this highlighted, but he's like, no, you can't have that. You've already got two Cokes and a hot dog and popcorn. <laughs> like, what? He ends up giving getting it for her, right? Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Who could say no to a 23-year-old who wants a hot dog? And those tight jeans. <laughs> um... <laughs> She's like, oh, I come from Italy, like the land of the most delicious food in the universe. What I really want is like <laughs> an old <laughs> Central Park hot dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Gina. Classic. Oh, Gina. Um, it's very cute because she starts calling him Michael instead of Mike because she she's like, oh, of course she would call him Michael instead of Mike. The name suited him. Like, <laughs> it's so cute how young women are like, oh, I want to feel grown up. I want to call my boyfriend by like an older sounding name. <laughs> like on that 70s show when Jackie would oh, also yeah. call Kelso Michael. Oh, yeah. I wish and I had Steven. an older sounding name. <laughs> Tyler Furd. <laughs> Tyler Furd. <laughs> I just sound like a, an internally 21 year old guy. <laughs> Like you don't you don't hear of like a, a sixty year old Tyler Grandpa or seventy year old Chad. Yeah, <sighs> poor baby. Oh, um. Poor Tyler. <laughs> what the fuck happens next? He takes her back to Zio Antonio's apartment and like he, she doesn't want Zio Antonio to see her in like her sexy jeans and I'm pretty sure she's wearing like a shirt that's tied up under her boobs. So like they dive into the closet. She's like, he can't see me like this. Hell Jump into yeah. the closet with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this is another like theme of this book. It's like the, all these like hijinks that get into like dive, in, like dive in under the sheets, dive into yeah. the bed. That's a perfect word for it. It's very <laughs> farcical. Uh-huh. It's very um, like the no, universe is 11. always conspiring oh. to get. Them. <laughs> and this guy's twenty eight years old. I couldn't. I'm twenty eight years old. I could never see myself jumping into a closet. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I'm here. You asked me to watch this. <laughs> Yeah, what is the issue? Like, that's a great question. That's a very good answer. <laughs> Go to your room. I'll tell them you're napping. And she's like, Mm-mm, I don't think so. <laughs> I really, what I would rather do is press my boobs up against you. <laughs> so Kelsey wrote, read this book before I like started even reading it. Uh-huh. Um, and she's like, if you started reading this book, it's kind of weird. <laughs> the main character is like 16 years old. <laughs> And I'm like, and I, and then I read like a couple chapters. And I'm like, yeah, she just kind of seems sheltered. But then the far, the more you read, you're like, no, no, she's like eleven. More than yeah, that. She's, yeah, she's like a sexy baby. Uh huh. Sexy baby <laughs> from Thirty Rock. Yeah. Double theory is sexy baby. Yeah. <laughs> so she jumps into the closet. And then she pulls him in after her. So it's not something that they decide to do together. No, she is she, taking the lead here. She is. She is, she's got it's the long con, man. She oh, yeah. had her goal set from the moment she saw yeah. Mike. She is she's in it. <laughs> it's a very like two thousand two kind of uh, like frozen in amber of like what women's sexuality was in 2002 yes. like oh you're so free to say yes ladies but like it was kind of before we had swung around to like it's also okay to say no right. so this is like very is you're so empowered yeah. <laughs> you're totally free to find a, really just find scenes. a sexy man and just like throw yourself at him repeatedly no yes. matter what he says yeah <laughs> 
yeah, like that one scene towards the end was yep. like a little weird. Yeah, <laughs> a, little a, weird. a bit, a bit, uh, a bit of consent issues. <laughs> yeah. One would say she, she. The narration tells the story of like the last time she was in such close quarters with a boy, and she says Diego was a classmate's brother, and he had been all hands. It had been fun and exciting at first, but then he scared her by reaching between her legs when he would not stop as she had asked. She had bitten his arm, and I'm like. We stand this woman. Yeah, like, she's amazing. <laughs> uh, bloodless. She will hurt you physically. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um, but then Antonia goes to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and Mike. How old is Antonia? I don't like know. 50s? Italian. <laughs> He's a mob boss. <laughs> I'd say late fifties, right? I get that tracks to me because his son's twenty eight. Yeah, too, his son's right? like a grown ass so... adult. Yeah, 50s, 60s. Yeah, Zio Antonio seems aight. Yeah. He's old-fashioned. He's, He's not mean. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, yeah. He, like, they, they, he immigrated to <laughs> the United States, and, like, they always talk about how he's, like, changing his values to be more, like, Western culture or whatever. He's the progressive one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's just more scared of his sister than anything. Which I want to know who's, like, right? why don't they bring her into this book? Yeah. <laughs> She's in Maybe. the sequel. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> she finds, like, a young, sexy 28-year-old, which is the sexiest age that a man could be. Yeah. He's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's a sexy baby. <laughs> Just uh, educating Chad is the yeah, sequel. Chad. <laughs> it's Chad the, the opposite of Gina, or, like, the equivalent in male. Chad and Gina. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Gina, Gina Linetti. Gina Linetti. Yep. That's it. <laughs> That's like a, it brings up an interesting question because like male virginity is not at all like prized or fetishized the yeah. same way that female virginity is, especially in this book, because they really go out of their way to uh, establish that Mike is very good at sex and he has had girlfriends <laughs> right. and he knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's so, it's just the sexiest thing he can imagine that Gina like has never been touched. She's never been kissed. It's this whole gross thing yeah. so i don't think educating chad really has a market no. <laughs> chad is a 28 year old man it's never that's what the bachelor is right now oh yeah he's a virgin uh-huh. like, allegedly. allegedly allegedly wink yeah so. chad is a 28 year old have we read a book with a virgin boy um a virgin boy yeah, yeah outlander oh outlander yeah Oh yeah, Boom. and pestilence. I don't know if pestilence. Oh is yeah, pest. Oh yeah, because he lost his. Ver- he got like weepy and attached. Yeah. Nice. Oh, my god. Yeah, weepy and attached. <laughs> yes. Classic virgin boy. And I have been a couple. That's the Dang. name of my next romance <laughs> weepy novel. And atta- Classic virgin boy. <laughs> Colin weepy, weepy and attached. <laughs> That's great. That is very much not sexy. <laughs> I'd read it. I would too. This scene, like in the closet, though, is like not hashtag never horny. Uh-huh. It's like I feel like Debbie Rollins does a very good job with like the slow burn and like the we can't, but oh, we want to. And yeah, all, yeah. All my of the tingly loins. For sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. I had some tingly loins moments, and yeah. I I don't want to admit it, but I will. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think her her like like um just like did she doesn't know anything kind of make i didn't like oh i didn't like that, that but you just gotta take yourself out of this <laughs> <Just gotta laughs> yeah so it's more like like hashtag occasionally horny uh-huh uh-huh doesn't roll off the tongue quite as well <laughs> yes um, so are we gonna go to the beach <laughs> let's go to the let's beach, go to yeah. the beach. <laughs> next day they go to the beach well, they yeah. go to coney island yeah there's a beach at coney island. yeah yeah right. 
Um, and she wants to ride on roller coasters. Because at this point, like, Mike is Mike is like, what is the least sexual thing that we could do right now? Let's watch a Let's bunch of children <laughs> throw up after yeah. they get off the roller coaster. <laughs> uh, he's just trying to avoid a boner. Yeah, that's his turns. life. Yeah, and... even though his libido is on the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's like, no, we're not riding on roller coasters. Let's just go to the beach. And they find like a nice little shady spot that's less crowded than the rest of the beach. Yep. And they're laying down their blankets and everything. And then he turns around. Gina's just full titties around. Just great <laughs> boobs entirely yes. out. Oh. And he's like, Gina, what are you doing? <laughs> and there's like, he loses his mind. She's yes. like, what are you, like, what's the matter with you? And like, some helicopter parent mom is yeah. like freaking out because her kids running are... to the lifeguard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the lifeguard, AKA the booby police. Uh huh. And he's like, oh yeah, we're in America. We can't do this, I guess. <laughs> but to like, to protect her from censure, to protect her precious virgin breasts, uh-huh. he just like pulls her against his naked <laughs> and then beach they chest. Like, they side shuffle to like a, a little sh- abandoned shack. Yeah, you know, how, you yeah. know how the beach is full yeah. of abandoned shacks. <laughs> Not before Debbie Rollins got a quick picture for the covers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, her breasts, her breasts were totally bare. I, I don't know why this is, but it's highlighted, like, listed in my highlights several times. <laughs> it's a very big deal how bare her breasts are. <laughs> She's like, he says all this gross stuff. Like, are we almost there? Gina turned her big almond-shaped eyes to him. She looked all of 15. And I'm like, Uh-oh. I want to say that this shit across the room. It's disgusting. Yeah. She gave him another one of those sexy smiles. Amazing how she could look young and innocent one minute and cut him off at the knees the next like ugh. yeah like my eyes rolled out of my head it's yeah. disgusting is it their target like is that is it is that debbie's target like i'm gonna get both women and then also really horny and men nasty like, pedophiles, pedophiles. <laughs> nasty yes. pedophiles. hit all my bases uh-huh. yeah yeah i'm pretty sure that's not <laughs> harlequin's I target demographic there's always like all these books though it's not for everybody though there's like parts of it that's for you and then there's parts of it that's for like the mass murderer down the road yeah <laughs> that's very specific are you safe here <laughs> no, I, I mean <laughs> i mean like there's like stuff like hashtag never horny it's like it's always like they have to throw that in there in case someone's reading that's like really wants to get off on this kind of stuff right that's yeah. so gross yeah really it is gross. it is it's like oh guess i'll stop reading i don't disagree with you it could very well be just like something the publisher was like all right debbie we really reeled in like the 40 something mom yeah now we need the pedophile like <laughs> bracket like well, it's I a very like lucrative market uh-huh. the older older women write like this more than like if we read books now that are by like 20 year olds mm-hmm. they're they're mostly horny i feel like there's a lot yeah. of consciousness of like let's avoid these topics and mm-hmm. just have fun yeah <laughs> but this is like 20 years old almost. Yeah. This is from 2002. Most of us who read are in the early 2000s. Yeah. This is a different time. Yeah. This is a worth time. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. You are right, though, because I, I do like, I read a ton of fan fiction, and a lot of it is hashtag always horny. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and there is a lot of, like, making sure that everyone involved is, like, definitely on board with the right. proceedings. So there's yeah. there's been, like, an important shift in, like, how we view consent in our in our always horny. Yeah. Um, um, the Rough Rider series, though, I'd say there's a lot of consent in that book. Yeah, and yep. it's like you want to be banged by three guys, and she's like, "Bring it up." Yeah, yeah. I she's do. like, "I've never wanted anything more." <laughs> yeah. my holes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, "Okay, okay." 
So if you need a recommendation, <laughs> there you I go. Just Rough Riders. Kill, Rough Riders. If we just kill Colby. Yeah, Colby's killed. Hashtag kill we Colby. We put that in yeah. canon. And then... He doesn't come back for the rest of the series. Okay. That's going to happen in your crossover fan yeah. Yeah. Colby's the first to go. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so how do we resolve this issue at the, at the, at the, the beach? beach? They've um, got to be smooching, right? I feel like they've like progressed. I think their lips accidentally touch each other a few times. She's like five feet tall. How could they accidentally? Touch? There's a couple points in this book where like like there's one part that like he like touches her lips. Like I don't know how he does it, but he just like glides it across it. Like, <laughs> So I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Do you remember that part? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where he's like, oh, kiss me. And he's like, okay. And then he does some weird shit. I'm like, that's like, weirder than actually just kissing some somebody. Some ASMR just like yeah. smooching yeah. across. They have both breasts. <laughs> <laughs> ASMR lip gloss application. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He like, he, he kisses her harder than he had anticipated Uh-oh. doing. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, she, he wraps a towel around her. They solves the boob dilemma <laughs> the boob t- and he's like put a shirt on and we'll go ride a roller coaster <laughs> she's like oh, at the top you know what we're gonna do uh-huh we're gonna kiss we're gonna kiss i really want do. some smooches. i've never kissed at the top of a, of a ferris wheel i honestly thought you just said i've never kissed an italian <laughs> that's goosey <Excuse me. laughs> no kiss <laughs> kisses Yep, that's how Italians talk. <laughs> well, we'll get to that part at the yeah. nightclub. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'm just Debbie Rollins. You've been Ooh. Debbie Rollins this whole time. <laughs> um, he touches boob mm-hmm. on the top of this Ferris wheel. They, like, as part of this, first they, like, she touched her clothed breasts to him in the closet and then naked breasts to him behind the abandoned shack (laughs) (laughs) and then they're at the top of a ferris wheel and he like touches some boob finally gets some Mm. over the shirt action nice well done mike well done 20 year old mike (laughs) to be like in fairness to him he's got this moral compass like he can't possibly do this she literally grabs his hand and puts it on her boob mike is very shy he is shy she's supposed to be the shy one but she's always just putting his hands on her places yes well, Mike's reasoning is like, I'm gonna get fired if I if <laughs> yeah. I like act on these because yep. he's concerned Antonio's gonna find out. Yeah, yep. so he's like, I can't, but I want to, but I can't, but I, but I want, want to. to. <laughs> Which is the whole book. Yeah, I, it, it, it is. Oh, the, end. <laughs> the entire book is her saying, "Let's do it," and him saying, "No." But... Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Maybe Just like a little. Yeah, a little bit. Just a little a first tip. and a half base. Yeah. Uh. So let's get out of Coney Island. Yeah, guys. let's leave this place forever. <laughs> Is that a tourist trap, Coney Island? I don't know. I don't know. I've Captain never America, been to Coney, Coney Island. Island. It just seems like really trashy. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost three million subscribers from New York. Our Coney Island subscribers <laughs> are gone. <laughs> Hang on, I just checked the numbers. Oh, membership oh. increased from Coney Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they agree. Oh, it's a shithole. Back, back. <laughs> and that was an episode of Coney Island. Watch. <laughs> The, the Coney Island Club. Coney Island Club. <laughs> oh, shout out Kev. He'll like that. <laughs> Anybody else want to shout out people? <laughs> Alienate our viewership. Ew. No, well, in shout co- out mom and dad. In college, Diane Kev's, Jim. Kev's house. <laughs> Jack and Diane. Jack. That's what the Jim and Diane. That's my mom. Uh-huh. My mom married a guy named Jim, but it was a regret because every time she's like, "My favorite song is Jack and Diane." Oh. <laughs> 
She didn't quite hit a bullseye. No. Oh, she made a bad mistake. <laughs> no, Kev's college house was called Goni Island. That's, oh, that's what cute. they called it. Gotcha. That's why I shouted about. Yeah. From the Rough Riders. <laughs> from the Rough Riders series. Kevin from the Rough yeah. Riders. <laughs> Tuesdays at 10 yeah. <laughs> on ABC Family. <laughs> Why would it be on a family channel? Have you watched ABC Family? <laughs> Pretty little Lawrence it's all about, I, I want to, but I, I can't. But uh-huh. I really want but to. But I really want to. And someone is convincing me to. This book would be on ABC Family. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so, she gets all sexied up again. She checks her nail polish for chips. <laughs> is that a concern? No, not Never for, for like, me. human adult women. No. <laughs> Mine are always chipped. This is, that, that sounds very dismissive, but like it seems like a much bigger deal when you're younger and you care what people think of you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Way past that point, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you don't even like remove your nail polish. You just let it chip off. Oh, like, yeah, the that's course of several pretty months. much what I do. Oh, yeah. Until there's little, little splotches left. Yeah. And then I'll take it off. Learning. Yeah. But she was, Gina was never allowed to have her nails painted when she lived with her strict mom or with the strict nuns and there's like a whole scene when she first arrives that she paints her nails and her toenails the red which is the sexiest color that a toenail can be yeah (laughs) yeah yikes indeed so she checks her nail polish for chips she's wearing another very sexy dress and they're going out again yeah Yeah, they're gonna go to the clubs that she wrote down all the clubs from sex and city she's like throwing them down so she (laughs) has like is a tv show so those clubs (laughs) Are not going to be may or may not exist. <laughs> yeah, which leads us to our first. They club. exist a lot, I think. I mean, like the ones in like Gossip Girl and stuff. Those are real places. That's true. Mm-hmm. Butter. That's but- a real butter place. Body. Butter body. <laughs> butter body. Uh, it's cute that she did her research before yeah, she came to New York. But the first club they go to has got an interesting like um, Dante's Inferno type yeah. vibe. Yeah, it's, it's a got real different kind levels. of eyes wide shut kind of situation. She says. Uh, She's she's wearing a very sexy dress again. It's always she never talks about what the dress looks like. No. It's always just sexy, tight, and Red. then a color. Yeah, <laughs> yes. There were certain disadvantages to dressing in this new manner. Men looked at her as they never had before. She supposed that was what she'd wanted at first, but mostly she had wanted to be like her friends or the other young women who frequented the nightclubs in Milan. I'm gonna get really close to the mic for this. She is gay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. She's so just overwhelmingly baby gay who doesn't know she's gay. It's yeah. so sweet. And Mike is going to be the person. <laughs> Why Mike? He's, you, he's just a non-threatening The first person man. that she, she saw off the point. <laughs> My victim. Well, yeah. there is like a whole, I don't know if you want to get this deep on the podcast, but there's like a, a, a whole thing of compulsory heterosexuality where like baby lesbians don't know they're gay because they've been taught that they're straight their whole right. lives. And wh- why wouldn't she be at this like convent exactly. in yeah. Italy? Yeah. Because of the Bible. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she sees like the first man she's ever seen who's not related to her and she's like, oh, okay, this must be what being attracted to a man is like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's also, his name's also Mike, so she's like, I've read that in some books. That, <laughs> that name like, rings a bell. There's been a yeah. Mike. It's a safe name. There's been a Mike on Sex and the City. <laughs> yes. He's an archangel. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a sound. I want to make that my ringtone. <laughs> that was just shout out Roadhogs. Shout out to Tim Allen. <laughs> Frequent listener of the pod. <laughs> Friend of the pod. Um, shout out to Tim Allen. <laughs> Reach out to him on Twitter. Tell him how much you unless, love Hot Pod. Unless this is in the future and Tim Allen did some horrible shit. Oh, then yeah. Not Tim Do you Allen. mean in the past like he has already <laughs> yeah. done? Oh, yeah. He has done some shit, but not Tim Allen. We're not friends with Tim Allen, retro- retrospectively. <laughs> Enemy of the show, Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> 
but he's cool right now. Yeah. 2019. Mm-hmm. 2019. He is fine just advertising for Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> is he the spokesperson for Michigan? He is actually. When you hear, when you watch like TV commercials or even when you hear on the radio and just like, oh, the rolling hills and beautiful streams of Michigan. Come visit me, Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Come visit me. He is 100% the Sun- spokesman of Michigan, the state. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's cute. I kind of wish we had one of those. I guess yeah. it's got to be you, Tyler. Who would be, who'd be Wisconsin's representative? Tyler Hahn. No, <laughs> hell no. I can't read. <laughs> or speak. Uh, it's got to be something from like the 90s like that, though. Brett Favre. Well, Brett no. Favre. <laughs> no. Um, I'm a transplant. I don't know enough about Wisconsin. I'm a transplant, too. Oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Um, Kelsey, it's down to you. Yeah, yeah. Who's, our, who's our representative of the entire state? It's got to be someone who has no connection to Wisconsin. Oh. <laughs> and he's got to be like A or D list. It's got to be like Carrot Top or some shit. Pass. Oh. Hard pass. <laughs> Come to Wisconsin. For all of carrots. our prop comedy. <laughs> yeah, I, mm, I wish it was Jack Black. Ooh. Jack Black. I would take that. Yeah. He's just like a, a chunky boy Owen who Wilson. probably likes It's got to be Owen Wilson with a, a oh, cowboy. Wow. Yeah, it's got, he has like a wow. cowboy hat. He's like, come to... He doesn't know anything about Wisconsin. He films in like L.A. Come surfing with me, Owen Wilson. <laughs> Here in Wisconsin. Wow. Giddy up. <laughs> now, are you saying giddy up because he was a cowboy in Night at the Museum? Yes. That's the only the only movie I've seen him in. Owen Wilson, famous Owen for Wilson's tiny cowboy hat. Yep. Okay. Woo! Back. What happened? <laughs> that was Owen Wilson corner. Oh wow! <laughs> Let's get back to educating Gina about the world. Yeah, let's educate Gina a little bit. Yeah, so they go to this like three story nightclub at like six p.m. I think because yeah, no what... one's there. <laughs> And there's like a couple people dancing downstairs, and then the the owner, or the pushy doorman. Yeah, doorman's comes... not the right word. That's not what they're called. <laughs> a bouncer. A bouncer. <laughs> yeah, comes the over. Uh, and he's like, "Oh, you should go check out the rest of the the place. Like, there's private rooms on the third floor, like some space upstairs, and they're like." okay and mike's like i don't like this gino we should leave and she's like no i want to see and uh it's my italian accent that was pretty good actually (laughs) that was better than your favorite (laughs) (laughs) so they go upstairs and there's like all these like curtained off areas and stuff and they hear like some really loud moaning. What? <laughs> what? Why doesn't Mike what know what's going yeah. on? <laughs> he's right? 28 and lives in New York City. Yeah. He's like, what could be in these private rooms at a club? Uh-huh. <laughs> Board he, games? This is also educating Mike. Yeah. So Gina steps forward and she opens the curtain, and it's a woman on the ground being plowed by a dude, yep. and then also mm. hand jobbing a dude. Yep. And then hand jobbing. Something else is with a dude. Too. Yeah, it's it's a uh, True Blood season three. Yeah, all, their, their eyes are just black. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a mock and all. For sure. I don't know. If that's the correct season, but two. I think. Don't fact check. Don't fact check True Blood. <laughs> don't take me back in time eight years. Yes. The Moody Blues song "Your Wildest Dream" is playing. Oh, there's another guy who is working on this woman's boobs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's three dudes in the mix. They're all... What song was it? That's not club music. <laughs> I know. It's just like... <laughs> and 
It's outrageous, just like very slow and easy. <laughs> That's what my dad listens to, like the moody blues. I got something to tell you about your dad. Oh, he was no. swinging. <laughs> he was the nipples guy. He's the guy working her nipples. Oh, that seems so much nicer, just to have like one job. I don't want to picture your dad as the nipples guy. <laughs> <laughs> my work here is done. Shout I won't be Jim Han. <laughs> Jim and Diane. <laughs> So Gina's just like, <laughs> she's what? starstruck. She's just yeah. staring at this happening. She can't handle it. Yeah. And uh, one of the dudes like stops doing his job, whichever job he was doing. And he's like, don't go join the party. <laughs> what if it's the people from Long Hard Ride? Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, oh boy. Oh, oh my God. Kobe's dead though. So we don't know if he's dead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like Edgar and um, Trevor's other gay friend yeah listen to that episode you're confused <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then there's a there's a third uh, level to dante's club here uh-huh. and it's like a nice like hotel type yep. situation so if you have like a lot of money you're up condoms there. abound <laughs> like <laughs> reputedly yeah <laughs> Uh-oh. Butt stuff yeah yeah it's just full of toys toys yeah um honestly like not that kinky of toys for how no. kinky this place is professed to be. Yeah. That's like that's like baby kink. It's like, <laughs> oh, we've got plugs. <laughs> I kinda know what those are. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, uh, we gotta get out of here. Yeah. But when they leave, they're like, No, you gotta pay. <laughs> Gotta pay to be in this club. Yeah, yeah, the pushy bouncer is like, okay. Read the plaque, motherfucker. <laughs> plaque in this strip club. Yeah. Not strip club. Nightclub. Night sex, sex club, yeah. It's a sex club, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Mike's like, okay, we did get a champagne, so I guess we should pay for that. <laughs> and uh, the bouncer says, you were in there for less than an hour, so $300. Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's reasonable. And Mike still does not understand that he was paying to have sex. Yeah. <laughs> he was paying for real estate to have sex on. Yeah. <laughs> It's more like educating Mike and Gina. It really yeah. is. <laughs> Debbie is educating all Mike, of them. Yeah, yeah. Mike knows nothing. <laughs> so uh, obviously they don't have that money on them. He's like, okay, I'll come back. And they're like, no, you got to pay now. I'm going to call the cops. Yeah, Which is a weird, uh, like, I feel like just like, okay, let him go get money. Yeah. He like, he has like 200 something, like, yeah. between him and Gina. What little money, like, Gina was able to hide in that skin tight dress. Uh-huh. <laughs> And so she, Gina gives her like the wedding ring. Oh, wait, we didn't talk about it. Gina's like gonna get like married at oh, one point, yeah. right? Like she's so, like a 40 year old. Yeah, she's Italy. engaged to be engaged. Her parents <laughs> want her to marry this nasty old man. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, she gives him like a ring. What's that ring from? She gives him like a diamond ring, well, like the bouncer. Let's see. As <laughs> like collateral. It's like, hey, well, I'm gonna give you my diamond ring if you. This is just like, we're gonna go get money and I'm gonna come back and get my ring. Yep. This is like collateral. Yeah. And he's like, no. <laughs> Which I'd be like, it was a bouncer. Like, that's good enough collateral for me. Yeah, it's a freaking diamond yeah, ring. Even a he small let, diamond. he lets her go, but he says, you have an hour. Mm-hmm. It's great because uh, he says, she says, I want a receipt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what? You don't believe me? And she's like, why would I believe you? <laughs> so it's just like another thing that I really love, Gina. Because she is, she's awesome. She's no nonsense. She's smart. She gets they what she we wants. We haven't touched about that yet, but. She is very smart. Very uh, street, or not street smart, but uh, book smart. She's definitely not street smart. <laughs> <She's> no. Not. <laughs> Um, but she's so good hail- with people, yeah. and she is good with money and, and business shit. She she has this intuition. She does. Um, but not street intuition for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> I guess it's just a culture shock. Yep. Um, so they hail a cab, and then 
This is where Luigi comes Luigi. in. Luigi. Uh, Luigi. Luigi. Uh, your son, Luigi, your taxi driver. <laughs> Why is Luigi in this book? Oh, because we needed to use all the Italian that yes. I had not used elsewhere in the book. It's like absolutely absurd. Yeah. So she starts talking to Luigi in Italian, and he gets really angry, discovering what she's just told him about mm. what happened at the club. So he turns around, and he brings him back to the club, and he storms in there and starts <laughs> fucking yelling about how they don't know you shit, motherfucker, and... You take at this poor girl's ring, Luigi growled. <laughs> oh, what kind of pussy boy are you? Yeah. <laughs> Which is the first time they've used this word in this book. It is. I don't think it's ever used in this book no. to actually talk about a pussy. It's yeah. only advice. It's only that. an insult. Pussy boy. An insult. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Luigi is not chill. <laughs> no. Not chill at all. But it's then he, I'm convinced that it is the the Luigi. Oh yeah. <laughs> because the cops come and they're like, "Where did he go? <laughs> Are you saying that he warped away? Yeah. He went down a fucking pipe. Uh-huh. <laughs> it will please me to break your nose. It's important to say that every time Luigi is talking, the uh is yeah. written at the end of every word that he says. It will please me to break your nose. <laughs> We got it, Debbie. Yeah, we get that you've He's seen Italian. movies. <laughs> you've seen The Departed. You know how to say scusi. <laughs> so yeah, Luigi starts a fucking fight. <laughs> Does he have that, that uh, the flame power up? <laughs> this is border- I'm going to stop. This is going to borderline raise it. I'm just making a point that this character is an Italian character that's written very... Uh, stereotypical Italian. He is. He's a caricature. Is, I'm not trying to go after Italians with my Mario references here. <laughs> no, he's just like this hot-blooded, like very protective of women, speaks broken yeah. English. Just probably rare in he New is... York. <laughs> you think that like, hot-blooded Italian shit about oh. anything? Oh, like, I was taxi like, driver. he's like make money. He's exactly. not gonna come into a club and defend you. <laughs> it is kind of that thing of how Gina just like has a way of winning over everybody mm-hmm. she meets. It's, she's like Rapunzel and Tangled. Yeah. It's just like she meets this mean old, barely speaks English cab driver, and he is immediately ready to throw hands for her. Yes. She's charismatic. She is. And mm-hmm. who can say no to those high, high boobies? <laughs> <laughs> so he starts a fight. It's a whole thing. The cops come. The cops come. Oh, boy. But they're like, they're and Mike, Mike does fucking karate to a guy. Oh, yes. yeah, Mike, Mike flips a... the bouncer over his shoulder. <laughs> oh. And we're like, mm? excuse me? <laughs> There's a, there's another point of conflict in the book where like someone tries to hit on Gina and Mike's just like I know karate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the least effective thing you could say to someone who like wants to hit on someone. You can't just say I know karate. I know yeah. karate. You're not fucking Neo in the Matrix. <laughs> oh my god, Keanu Reeves. So he should be the Wisconsin spokesperson. <laughs> he's my favorite person right now. <laughs> He's like just I just like go on Reddit all the time and he's just like he doesn't own a car. He yep. just takes all public transportation and just like finds random people that like they strikes up a conversation and then they just go out to dinner and then he just goes home. Yeah, he seems like <laughs> one of so like gentle. the chiller, kinder guys yeah. in Hollywood. And he's in New York. <laughs> so I'm saying is is fucking <gasps> Keanu is probably here. Oh, oh shit. Maybe he was one of those like maybe he was the handjob guy. <laughs> maybe he's <club>. Luigi. <laughs> maybe he was the handjob guy. <laughs> 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 Just dodging semen in slow motion. Oh my god. If you go to one of those clubs, I don't think dodging semen is what you are going there for. Uh, that's true. So the cops see Mike just like fucking judo flip this guy. And just, he's. They haven't described Mike at all. I don't know if he's ripped. He's flipping bouncers. Exactly. 
just, you only know he's like six feet tall. Exactly. A lot of people are six feet tall. Yeah. Tyler, you're like 100 feet tall, right? <laughs> yeah, close. <laughs> <laughs> Over under. <laughs> so Mike says to the cops, like, hold on, this is not how it looks. And the cop, who probably isn't Irish, but I definitely read as Irish because he said the word fellows. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got that, too. He's like, oh, I never heard that one before. What about you, fellas? <laughs> Yeah. 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 He's, he's a cop. Yeah. He's Matt Damon in The Departed. Yep, that's exactly what he sounds like in The Departed. <laughs> he sounds Irish and not like he's from Boston. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, what is Boston accent? But just a, a slightly Irish. I, well, you just accent. called it an Italian accent oh. before. Good point. I'm a white man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> I, played, a... I played the card. <laughs> There's Make... another. I, I hope it's not um, cheating in some way to bring up an additional podcast on this podcast. No. But there is a podcast called Hey Riddle Riddle, where one of the hosts uh, is from Boston. And she says that the way you can get into a Boston accent is to say the law was formal in that regard. That's, yeah. It's good. You sounded like uh, the. Magic. Well, let me, not my David. <laughs> uh, who's in 30 Rock, the love interest of Jack? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, ju- uh, Julian ju- Moore? Yeah. 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 <laughs> ju- that accent's idiotic. Yeah. That's fucking cr- If I close my eyes, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm in the presence. <laughs> What is the phrase again? Because <laughs> I could, I could. It's not gonna work for me. The law was formal in that regard. The law was formal in that regard. You're actually not that far <laughs> off. It, it goes ooh The law. Ooh-ah. The law was no. That's the not, law. That's, the law was formal. The law was formal in that regard. That's Aww. so close. The law was formal in that regard. I feel like I do. Like a, I have a speech about it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like every accent I try to do is just it goes. It just funnels into Australian or New Zealand. Yeah. Well, no matter what. <laughs> after a while. You're was it? Was it a Killian Murphy interview? <laughs> <laughs> just became oh, yeah. Australian. I don't know. Audrey yeah. and I talk about that all the time. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, boy. That's so good. When I run my D&D game, all my accents either turn into this, like, vaguely European, maybe a vampire kind of accent, (laughs) or or it just goes immediately Australian. I wonder what that is. Is Because I can only do Irish. Every accent I try to do is fucking Irish. Every time. Maybe that's our origin stories. Yeah. I don't know. That makes sense. (laughs) Okay. Tyler's secretly been Australian. Can we get out of this club? <laughs> well, that, was, uh, that was out of the accent closet. Yeah. <sighs> oh, boy. So they're in a fight. Luigi bails. <laughs> <laughs> he, goes, he just poofs as a way. Yeah, he warps away into, a, into World 2-2. Um, <laughs> and later there's like some sexy nurse action when Gina is taking care of Mike's jaw that got punched. Which... I am always a sucker for. I always really like patching up somebody after yeah. a fight. Aww. No, I mean just like in a hashtag always horny way. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't personally like healing people. I just like, I no, just like watching it happen. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. In a sexy way. Yeah, I would like to put on like a sexy nurse miniskirt, like in <laughs> the Blink one eighty two take off your pants and check <laughs> yes. an album cover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was that was an early boner for me for sure. For sure. Yeah, those yeah. boobs. Yeah, definitely. Great they were boobs. just like all the way up uh-huh. to the uh-huh. back and I'm like, oh I don't know. I don't know if I have that great taste. <laughs> Are you kidding me? She's beautiful. Yeah, what's she wrong was, with that you, was honey? like a Gina Ferraro body. Uh huh. That's really high boobs. They she's probably not wearing a bra. <laughs> That's just boobs how they just go. Like that. They're just up there. Uh huh. Robot. <laughs> <laughs> now where do they go? They they're at uh, either Zia Antonio's apartment or at Mike's apartment. Yeah, where he's, she's I don't think they're at up. Mike's yet. 
Yeah, they you're don't right. Go that's there that comes later. And uh, he asks, she asks him about his romantic history, and she says, I only had two girlfriends, one in 10th grade, and then Stacy and I went together for half of our senior year. He has had two girlfriends in his entire life, and none in the time. last 10 years. I'm like, girl, you gotta run away. Yeah. yeah. not safe for you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, I mean... Yeah, if you don't know anything about Mike, but I feel like we know that Mike just works all the time, so it's like... Yeah. But if you didn't know that he works all the time, it's like, I just... Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping he's at least, like, gone on dates. Hopefully. Yeah. But then there's this whole thing that's, like, Gina feels like she's not experienced enough for Mike, and I'm like, well, Mike isn't that experienced. Yeah, he has, hasn't had a girlfriend since literally high school, so you're doing great, sweetheart. Yeah. Because <laughs> poor Gina, every time she's, like, coming on to him, like, he's like, oh, no, no, and she's like, oh, is it me? <laughs> It's not like every time. Yes. And then she's like, feels like she's not experienced enough for him. Oh, poor Gina. Yeah. So he's sitting on the couch and she's, I don't know, putting a bag of frozen peas on his jaw. Uh (laughs) And then she just straight sits on him and they start smooching and there's like more boob action. She's not wearing a bra. So his hands are lingering up her bare thighs. Damn straight. Mm -hmm. That's the way to do it. But I can't. But I want to. (laughs) Does he touch her moist panties yet? This is this is strictly boob related. I don't think there are. I no, think it's I, mostly like they talk around it by seeing like the wet cloth. Or yeah, wet fabric. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Cloth is not the right word. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Outlander. <laughs> so she's just like grinding on him. She's getting really into it. He just gets all up on her boobs, mm-hmm. and I'm like get it she's been wearing pasties because she didn't want to wear a bra with her sexy yeah. dress <laughs> she's like oh no what will he do if he sees the tape on my balls <laughs> and then he rip just them rips them off <laughs> exactly. that's how it works yeah. oh god that sounds painful yep. also gina doesn't own a bra <laughs> why would she with those beautiful yeah. 23 year old yeah. breasts uh-huh and then, when i was in high school i went a lot, braless a lot even like through college i was like i was like oh my tiny breasts i can go i can go braless i'm free hashtag free the boobs and now like 10 years later i'm like you you fucking bitch. <laughs> like, you had no idea. <laughs> yes. that's, that's a young woman's game. Uh-huh. Is, is using pasties and going prowess. <laughs> wow. Good times. Yeah, I wish I wish her all the prickiness in the world. Uh-huh. I think this is... Oh, so he goes into his backstory a little bit about how, like, we already talked about it, how his dad left and mm-hmm. everything. Goes into that. Um, Did he die when you were very young? Something like that. Something like that. You highlighted, well, I highlighted that. that. So I read that and I was like, something like that. Did he or did he not die? I killed him. <laughs> yeah, I was like, something like that. It, got, it took a really sinister but turn. He explains that yes. like, he left. But before I highlighted it, I'm like, oh, I'm going to talk about this. <laughs> um, They're like, she's like still naked breasted on his this, lap yeah and this is where we get into a, the the rosette or the puckered rosette um, where she nearly cried out with pleasure but pressed her lips together and closed her eyes while he lapped on the swollen blood or bud oh <laughs> swollen blood, <laughs> <Swollen> blood bud <laughs> i think that's her clit not her asshole right that's yeah. all no i know i'm just saying oh. like, that was like the uh, the op- like you got we got her puckered rosette and you uh, swollen buds and the opposite is the swollen buds oh I hate that <laughs> so he starts feeling regret 
because she is enjoying it a lot. And he's like reminded like, oh, she's just a baby at this. She's uh-huh. a sex baby. And he says, oh, Gina, this wasn't supposed to happen. Startled, she nearly pulled her dress back up, but his heated gaze went to her glistening nipple and she knew it was not over. She cupped a hand beneath her neglected breast and offered it to him. <laughs> Which is the worst and least sexy thing I can just, just like literally like he's a little baby and you're trying to get him to... Yeah. suckle it's so weird it's so weird and that goes to my theory that mike is also a virgin <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right yeah that tracks they're actually. both virgins and he's just like too he has too much pride to be like oh yeah that actually tracks to me yeah. it makes sense why he's so he wants to take it so slow i have this highlighted that was one of two things that i highlighted <laughs> uh after he's paying a lot of attention to her nipples uh, it says, sitting back on her heels, she stared with fascinated interest at his flat, unexciting nipples. <laughs> what? Unexciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm tra- tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, funny because later on, she gets into some nipple play with him, and he is deeply into it. Yeah. Debbie likes the nipples. Uh-huh. Uh, also, but what you didn't mention in that quote is that she starts rubbing them to corks or oh, yeah. them to come out. So I think what she's getting at is they're unexciting and then Gina, she's gonna like lick them. Yeah, out. she's gonna get them out. Yeah, they're just shy right <laughs> she's now. She's gonna be a little shy. Yeah, <laughs> little puckered unexciting. raspberries. Unexciting. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yuck. Male nipples are pretty unexciting. That's <laughs> so accurate. <laughs> I don't know. Mike I mean, maybe... doesn't agree. Uh huh. Pretty exciting for him. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're at Zio's, right? <laughs> they are at Zio's. Yes. Yeah. Um. Not in a closet this time. No, but then they hear him come home, right? Because it's I like think that's a later time that they're fooling around on the couch. Is it? Because he like leaves on purpose. Oh yeah. And okay. she says, "Put some ice on it when you get home." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put some ice on that dick. Oh, I just had a thought. What's up? So early. So earlier, when they. Oh god, this goes back to your. This is bringing everything together. <gasps> oh boy! Oh boy! Like with that scene where they like pull him into the closet. That was gotta be a metaphor. In the closet. <gasps> and like he's uh there's this whole fiction that he is gay, so they're like each other's beards in this yeah. situation. Yeah. They're just like, oh, we gotta make this milestone in our life. Let's just do it together. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor baby gays. Oh my god. It all makes so much sense, you guys. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You guys go I'm gonna, I'm gonna fact up Debbie Rollins and see what we got back to you. <laughs> I'm curious, have you guys done a, a Gay book besides uh, no, we need to find a good butt. one. Oh, I'll have to keep. I mean, Trevor's. Yeah, just Trevor's bias. Yeah, I mean, like there's Ed- Eduardo's. Edgardo. Edgardo. Why do you call him Eduardo? So like, I don't know what his real name is because every time I say it, it's different. <laughs> How is that in any way Kelsey's? <laughs> I didn't say it was. I'm just saying I don't know what it is. No, no, we need to find some good ones. Yeah. Anyway, most of my hashtag always sexy reading is fan fiction, which is like. 99% gay, so... Right. There you <laughs> I'm like, what is this? A man and a woman? Am I reading this right? <laughs> yes. So he gets Robert taken to the airport, his, like, worthless friend at the office. Yes. There's all this stuff about how Mike and Robert have the same job, but, like, Robert doesn't do anything, and he's a fuck-up and lazy. Yeah. <laughs> and basically only works there because he's Antonia's son. Exactly. So he gets him. He's, like, almost tells... Rob, like, oh, by the way, I really want to bang your cousin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this is also where he plants the seed that like Gina is too smart to 
too smart and ambitious to just be a homemaker for her whole life. Yeah. Is this the scene where, like, the other distributor is there and he wants to leave and he's like, I have better business somewhere else. And then Gina's like, well, you haven't seen our new catalog yet. Yeah. And then... Gina saves that sale by being... Yeah. By having, like, excellent business acumen and very perky boobs. Yeah. yeah. And Mike's like, you should be involved in the business. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, I want to go home and be a housewife, basically. Yep. Yeah, um, can't wait. <sighs> Um, can I just guys show you another book in this uh, Blaze series? Oh, goodness, please. It has nothing to do with this. <laughs> hopefully you've read it. But probably not by the cover. Maybe. This is a romance novel. I'm going to show you guys. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, what is that? A world of Twins no. on the doorstep. It's a picture of just two two, two babies <laughs> in a suitcase. <laughs> Did you Google baby gaze to get that? <laughs> <Baby gaze. laughs> I'm like, I gotta be hip to these lingo. <laughs> no, this is uh, another Blaze novel. That's so upsetting. But why are there babies? I, I want to get in the mood for some, <laughs> some romance. This is what I want. Yeah, I want mm. to look at beautiful little babies in yeah. a suitcase. Blaze is like this subset of Harlequin from the early 2000s where Harlequin has like different publication lines where there's like these are historical ones. These are like the ones that black people are actually in. And these are the ones that are that are funny. And uh, Blaze was just like these are the hot red reeds that you will never find anywhere else. So Blaze was obviously the ones that I was checking out when I was like a horny 13 year old who didn't know anything. Right. <laughs> what confused me is Harlequin is the brand. Uh huh. So it's not like, this isn't like a circus type thing. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. I'm like, Harlequin novels? Okay. No, no, no goodness. <laughs> Harlequin is just, I don't know, sexy romance novels. Yeah. Well, it's is like, Harlequin, is you, that anyone could, anyone could write <laughs> a intro. fucking Harlequin romance novel. So I'm sure. pretty sure. And then you make like a thousand bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking of Harlequin. You, I think you, you might are. be. Well, a Harlequin, like old timey was like those weird color block kind of jester outfits yeah. i don't know oh, how it it's ended a mime, up being actually. sexy yeah it's it's the the definition is just a mute character hmm, interesting that's an odd choice to name your romance novel empire uh-huh. but yeah you can like bang out a harlequin romance novel and I've, I've read some about like women who write romance for harlequin specifically and like they have certain beats that you are required to hit in every book Hmm. and if you don't then harlequin won't publish it which is why they all kind of feel so formulaic they're like there has to be an obstacle there has to be a point where they give in and then they have to go backwards there has to be some sort of Hmm. subplot that distracts you occasionally right yeah it's it's really interesting yeah there has to be a cowboy because when i searched it they're all cowboy novels (laughs) (laughs) big market (laughs) that is a really big subset of romance novels in particular even like cowboys like modern like ranching in montana or like old-timey uh like homesteading cowboy stuff which yeah. is very Duels good and shit mm-hmm. yes but there's also like modern day woman time travels back to cowboy times Ooh. those are some of you my gotta days. give us some recommendations i will i certainly will <laughs> i am so into time travel romance novels no. they're all nonsense i, like I love time them travel. <laughs> yes. oh my god i love it oh my uh, god sorry i got us on such a tangent no. <laughs> Well, this is like an all romance novels where like the middle of the book is just a lot of repetition of like um, one theme. So like in this book, it's just like going back and forth between like Zio. Like does Zio know? Does he not Definitely. know? He goes to work. Mike goes to work one day and is like he thinks everybody's like looking at him weird because they know. But really, like it's because they think he's gay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Poor Mike. <laughs> so that's kind of like the, a large portion of the middle of the book is just like 
sneaking around. Yes. Yeah, every every day they have, like, he goes to work for, like, four hours, and then he takes her on an excursion, and they go back to Zio's and make out for a little while. Yeah. yeah. And they, they go a little bit farther every time. No sex yet. No, wink. A wink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she wants to take, she wants him to take her dancing. And he is reluctant because he's a fucking karate nerd who doesn't dance. Yeah. <laughs> And she says, okay, fine. Like, I don't need you to go dancing. I'm just going to go to a club. And she called his bluff hard. And he takes her out dancing. <laughs> He's a punk bitch. Mm-hmm. This, so, is, this is the night. I mean, if you guys have anything else from this night. But it's like, this is the night where they go back um, to his house, right? No. Uh, no. I think it's the following. Damn. So they go out dancing. And Can he, I read like... gay excerpt? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Course. Even though they sat side by side in a booth and were obviously together, she had been asked to dance several times, had three drinks sent to her, and was constantly ogled. Brag. She pretty <laughs> much ignored the attention. Her interest seemed to lie in checking out other women's shoes. So gay. Yes. Yeah. So she just loves women so much. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, they go dancing. It's very sexy because she bribes the band leader to play <laughs> some slow songs yes. like all in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because Mike won't dance to fast songs. Yeah, she's like, "Why don't you dance?" And he's like, "I was too busy studying or taking karate lessons." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like this fucking sixteen-year-old dweebo. <laughs> like, Careful, I'll do go chop you. <laughs> well, she. This is when he takes her back three hours past her curfew. Oh, that's yes. right. She lied to him about her curfew. Yeah. Gina, so then Gina, Gina. he ends up like in her room because they hear. Zio Antonio He's coming home though. after, but then he knocks on the door. So Mike hides under her covers and pretends to be one with her body. That's right. I guess <laughs> at her urging too. She's like, "I got this, Mike. Yeah. Just get in here. Just yeah. really spoon up there. Uh-huh. Just press yourself against all of this woman bod." And oh, um, then he tells Zio uh, Antonio tells Gina how upset he is about. His like dead his wife. Late wife. Yeah, he's like drunk. That's the whole subplot. Is that yeah. Gina's worried about his health because he smokes too much and he drinks too much, uh-huh. and he's mourning his late wife. So sad. He's just depressed. Yeah. Sad. He is depressed. But it's like I'm trying to be horny here. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Uncle, go away. Yeah. <laughs> there is like that kind of forced bed sharing thing does always work on me it's like oh we're stranded in the wilderness well, we mm-hmm. found a deserted cabin and there's only one bed and we have to huddle for warmth like i'm so into that have you seen the revenant honey <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this... <laughs> there was a great that went directly over my head and then it slammed into me like a freight train <laughs> It was a good sharing of us. No. God, that was like being slapped in the face twice. It. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, can I read a different... There's another gay thing yeah. at the club before they go oh, back yeah. and do oh, all yeah. this. Two, uh, they're watching like another group of women order stuff at the bar. Two of the women had ordered what he guessed were blowjobs, which he hoped they drink in the colorful manner intended. Watch this, he says to Gina. Sure enough, the blonde positioned the glass directly in front of her, clasped her hands behind her back, and then bowed to clamp her mouth around the entire glass and throw her head back, draining the contents. Gina gasped and continued to stare. She is so into this woman who is doing shots at the bar. Oh, Gina, you went home with the wrong person. Well, that's the whole thing also. Like, she's like, what's a blowjob? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know what a blowjob know what a blowjob in the, in the alcoholic sense was before this book yeah like, just like i have a picture on my phone i had one once you, you have had a blowjob before mm-hmm. 
Was it good? Yeah, it was really good. It's like creamy. It's like Kahlua but you or something. Did it like, that? And like with so whipped good. cream on the top. But oh. you did it like that? Yeah, it's in a tall glass and you... You can't use your hands? Yeah. That sounds kind of awesome, actually. Yeah, I'll find a pic while we're talking. I don't have the to do that. Post it, post it to <laughs> OHP's Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, this goes... Then she's like... Uh, oh, later on, this is... I'm going to skip forward a little bit. We can go back. Um, but then she's like... She then was like, oh, what's a blowjob? How do I find out more information? And you know this is the early 2000s. Oh, because yeah. she goes on a chat room. Yup. <laughs> and oh. just, like, ask people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would have done the same yeah, thing when chat I was... Rooms? Oh, I wish I didn't. There's so many predators <laughs> I mean, in those. I, I didn't go to any chat rooms. I just used, like, AIM. But, yeah. like, that was such a big thing that just no longer exists. Yeah. Or maybe it does. Uh, if it is, it's very niche and like, yeah. underground, which as it should be, because you should be ashamed of yeah. it. I had this one that looked like it was like filled with cum. <laughs> that looks delicious, though. It looks like cum. Yeah, it totally. I guess that's does. the point. It's like Kahlua and cream and whipped cream. Yeah, sounds good as hell. If you go to the, Ew. If you go to the right, it was just like. A <laughs> you got to post the before and after. Do you see this one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very yikes! Good. That's, that's some, charming. Like, some yeah. Momo shit right there. <laughs> I think you mean MoMA shit, because that belongs in the museum. <laughs> <laughs> that is the but greatest that was, joke. That was a blowjob. It's not a great picture. It looks good, though. Really I'm really <laughs> sweet. Like, I'm just going to cut that out as the preview for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to start there. That's the blowjob. And then like, it looks really great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's the preview. What a blowjob. <laughs> uh, she's just sweet, though. Yeah, so she's looking up um, blowjobs on, like... Pornhub and stuff. No, she's in the chat rooms. <laughs> yeah, but later on it says she like Watched she was like or something. Yeah, she's like, wait for it. I know what I'm doing. Oh, and she I'm gives excited. like a pristine blowjob because she like watched videos. Gotcha. Honestly, I learned how to give blowjobs from Stargate Atlantis fanfiction. So <laughs> Are you my totally mom? Off-based. I mean not Are you my mom? That's a weird <laughs> No, but I've never <laughs> I've never known anyone else who read Stargate Atlantis fan fiction except for my mom. Well, I'm going to call your mom up after this. We're going to start a Stargate Atlantis podcast. Oh, Mike, she would, she would love, love it. That. Yes. Our, oh. our um, in- internet at home was always called Rodney. <gasps> That's so sweet. <laughs> because my mom is obsessed with Rodney. Who is it? He's I such know. a dreamboat. I really wanted to name our dog Ronan. Because oh, of Jason pre, Momoa. Pre-Game of Thrones, yeah. pre-Aquaman, Jason Momoa. Like when he was like, Ronan, top yeah. notch He Jason was like Momoa. slimmer, but yes. hot. Just Those dreads. Beautiful. Mm. Mm. I am going to start this podcast with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I want to start it with you because I've only seen a couple episodes. Really? So I would I, be so down. We can just watch a new ep every week and then... <laughs> We're starting a new podcast. OHV's satellite podcast. Podgate Atlantis. Podgate Atlantis. And I'll listen to that podcast and I'll have a reaction podcast. What do they call their little ships? Puddle jumpers. We could call it puddle jumpers. Okay, wait. So they kind of spent the night. Or they at least spent a couple of hours. Yeah. It's late. Until Zio... Uh, it was just like snowing. Yeah. yeah, I think Mike leaves though because he's like, I gotta work in the morning. Yeah, I and because leave. he's having like a dick <laughs> um, crisis. I think he leaves dick kind crisis. of on 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 bad terms a little bit, right? I think they do. Do not leave anger. Yeah, so they must. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's the whole anger thing is like her just being like, you should stay. I think she's like, pushing for more than he's ready to give. Yeah. yeah, for sure. She says, "Take off your pants," and he says. 
and then what? Because he's like, <laughs> he's like, next? things will happen after that occurs, right. and and we're not ready for that. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So then, then the next day, she like he goes to work, and uh, Antonio is like, "Oh, you don't have to watch uh, Gina tonight. Um, she'll be home or today or today at all. Yeah, you can have the day off." And he's like, "Why? What's going on? Do you know what's up?" And he, you know, he's kind of like missing her, or like kind of paranoid. Um, so she decides that she's gonna go out alone in New York City yep. to a club, to the same like dance <laughs> the club they were at, that like wine club, yeah, yeah. this whole thing. Because she, was... she wants to just like practice kissing and flirting with other guys so That's she can impress Mike. That was the the point of contention in the last scene is that she thinks that he she's not experienced enough for him because he didn't want to go farther. Yeah, and now she's like, I need to go get experience. I'm gonna go out to these clubs. And get some experience. Just really grind it out. Kill yeah. some mobs. Yeah. yeah. Just get some XP. I don't know if I would go to, a, like, anywhere in New York City alone. Ever. And I'm a guy. <laughs> no. You, absolutely not. It's very not. dangerous. No, if I lived in New York City, I would be in my apartment 100% of the time. Postmates. <laughs> Postmates would keep me alive, yeah. Could you, hey, Postmates, could you go to the club for me and just, like, have a, have a good time for me? And yeah. Report back. So... so- <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, oh. oh yeah she's like he's like so bonered when they're hiding from zeo together and she's like he says you can't be this naive because this is the effect that you have on me and i wish that you had more experience so that you understood and right he it came out wrong it wasn't what he meant to say but she comes away from it thinking he doesn't want me because i'm this you know backwoods tuscan virgin yeah <laughs> <laughs> Backwoods Tuscan version. <laughs> so she's going out to that same wine bar where they danced, and yeah, and he decides he's gonna go over and talk to her because he knows that Zio's gonna be out uh, after like eight o'clock. So he yeah. heads over there, but he sees her leaving in this slinky dress, slinky red dress, uh-huh. that, like stiletto spike heels. Yes, look at it, girl. <laughs> and so he literally yells, "Follow that cab!" Yeah. <laughs> And then the lights come on in the cab, and he's fucking on cash <laughs> cab. Oh my god! <laughs> what a turn it's taken. <laughs> Follow that car is actually one of the few things I do know how to say in Italian, and it's segue la macchina. Whoa. Yeah. What about ex machina? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, he says, I really liked that movie, ex machina. Uh-huh. <laughs> why do you, why do you uh, know that phrase? I, uh, I speak like a little Italian from oh, Duolingo. That's yeah, awesome. It is. So that's, like, one of the phrases they teach you? It is. <laughs> There's just, like, one specific lesson that's very dramatic, and the things that they, t- things that they teach you to say are, like, dame il cotello, and segue la macchina, and it's, it's like, give me the knife, and follow that car. Wow. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> in case they you're ever caught it. in, like, a soap opera. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Yes. One of those Italian telenovelas. <laughs> um, I'm ever in an opera. She gets to the club... And is like, oh no, I'm all alone. Oh, no. <laughs> it turns out this kind of sucks. Yeah, <laughs> the bartender's like, be careful. Oh yeah, like the lady's like, how oh, you seem like a nice girl. I'm from Texas. You should stay away from these kinds of guys, sweetheart, darling. And her name is Sugar Pie. Gemma, right? Penny. Oh, Gemma. <laughs> She literally does say, I'm from Texas. Uh-huh. <laughs> is that just what you say when you're from Texas? Because no. yeah. G- Gina's like. She's got some sort of American accent I've never heard before. <laughs> and I was immediately was like, oh, she's from the South. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so uh, a yeah. dude comes up to her and 
after the dance, like, buy her a drink or whatever. And the narration is, she hesitated. He seemed very nice. His long blonde hair was kept in a neat ponytail. <laughs> and at that point, Kill Bill sirens went off. Yeah. Oh, the song but it's okay. He, he, the drummer is there too. Yeah, exactly. Builds credibility. She's the, like, thank God. The yeah. drummer knows him. The drummer knows this guy, so I'm safe. Drummers are never creepy weirdos. No. <laughs> so they dance, and he gets really handy and handsy, and he's just shitty about it. Uh, it's like I'm laughing because the dogs are just yep. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Bigfoot downstairs. Right, yes. They're doing the Kill Bill siren. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know how they're the always smell, crying. It's the cry. They do smell. Yeah. They're probably they fun. smell like big feet. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she's like, she wants to leave because he's being a shithead. And she's like, oh, it turns out that this sucks because men are creeps. <laughs> and uh, he she says, hits dance again. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Just <laughs> leapt right into it. <laughs> I was just going to go into another, uh, a whole other thing. Annoyed, she thought about refusing, especially since the song was slow. But then she decided it would be easier to ask him to find another table once they left the dance floor. And I'm like, sweetheart, fuck yeah. politeness. You don't need to be nice to men who are creeps. Yes. Yeah. Just get away. <laughs> but then, yeah, she like, he tries to kiss her. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, no. Smacks him with her purse or she something. She bites his lip. Yeah. Oh. She's like, she's a biter. Yeah. Diego learned that. <laughs> <laughs> She is just awesome. Mm-hmm. Well done, Gina. Yeah. She's just a little baby, but she's she's getting there. <laughs> <laughs> so she runs out of the club, and through some twist of fate, that's exactly when Michael steps out of his cab in front of the club. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like in all these books. It's like the last second the guy is like comes in and... Like he's been following her just the whole time. Just as a right yes. So many books where the guy just like follows her yeah. the whole time. Just like a just like a nice gentle stalking. Yeah, gentle light stalking. He, he gets into it though, and I was like, absolutely not, no way, because she was in there like having a drink and having several dances with this guy. There's no way that Mike just <laughs> arrived. But uh, he goes into this whole thing like, oh, my cabbie lost your cab, so I figured you'd go back to where you got before because you're a duckling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. He says that it's because that the cab got lost, but we know that it was he was on cash cab. Right. <laughs> that oh was my the God. delay. Yes. <laughs> and he lost. That's why he doesn't want to tell yeah. her. That's He's right. embarrassed. He, he had to pay Ben Bailey for his cab. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is finally when Mike takes her back to his place. Mm-hmm. Yes. Instinctually, she, he orders the cab to go to like his place. That's right. That's an instinct that you can have. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and instead of like being upset because she was literally sexually assaulted like minutes ago, she's like instantly horned up. Yeah, she's like, I feel this. Uh huh. <laughs> he has just like this nasty bachelor fan. It's not nasty. It's like clean. It's fine. But he has nothing in his fridge except like beer and an apple core or yeah, something. Like mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like he's like uh, it's something about like it's not the Ritz. But, like, it's good enough, I guess. Yeah. That was one thing that, like, it really bummed me out. Um, that she, he's, he uses a lot of idioms and expressions that obviously don't translate. And he always says, oh, never mind, when he when she asks him what it means. And it's so rude. Like, it's so exclusive. Like, if someone speaks, if someone's learning your language, the most helpful thing you can do is explain these weird-ass idioms. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, no. Nah. He's he like, like, nah. <laughs> anyway, it's more fun if only I know this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had Remy over uh, for puppy chow the other day because she loves crunchy things and she loves chocolate and peanut butter. And I was like, let's make puppy chow. And she was like, okay, cool. She's down for anything. And it took me like weeks to realize 
there's no such thing as puppy chow in Japan. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, okay, here's yeah, that's the That's be really confusing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, okay, chow means food, but don't say it when you're trying to be polite. And like, it's called puppy chow because it looks like dog food. And she like, she laughed her ass off. She was like, oh, okay, now I get it. Just like, he's so weird about not explaining the stuff that he says to someone who speaks English right? as a second language. He just like laughs like, you wouldn't understand. Exactly. Right. Wink. This, is, this one's for the Americans only. Oh my God. <laughs> So uh, she realizes that she's in love with him after mm-hmm. like, and maybe he, two her, and a half weeks. I think. Excuse me. Uh, yeah. She knew she loved Michael. Not only did he excite her in ways the nuns had warned against, <laughs> but also he thought she was smart and capable, and she knew he respected her. Was this real love she felt? A forever after kind of love? No. no <laughs> You're just horny for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Go find Penny yeah. at that wine bar. Yeah. Right. She seemed to have your best interests at heart. <laughs> Mike is just the first person you saw. <laughs> she did imprint like a duckling. Yes. Oh, oh no. no. Gina. It does come full circle. Oh, sweet baby. Oh. Sweet duckling baby. I, this is from a different sex scene before we get into the, uh, not a different sex scene, a different like erotic scene. Bring it. I missed up. Like when he, she first sees his penis, <laughs> he, he says, look. He brought her hand to his rock-hard penis. Feel this. <laughs> <laughs> she jerked back and then spread her fingers and tentatively touched him. That is not sexy. No, not in the least. And oh. the part I highlighted was, this is when they're just, like, hooking up in the bed. Uh-huh. Uh, it says, the trouble was he'd probably end up coming and scaring the shit, or <laughs> scare the hell out of her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Because oh, she's boy. never seen a dick come, I guess. Yeah, she just doesn't know what they <laughs> Screaming. What that thing do. <laughs> During that same sex scene, he says, what the hell was he doing holding her so close? She had to feel Mount Vesuvius about to erupt down there. Uh, like, don't fucking flatter yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Mount Vesuvius. Mount Vesuvius. Sure, bud. <laughs> anyway, that scene was buck wild. Yeah. Yes. But then uh, they fuck, right? Yeah, and it's actually sweet. It's all right. It's all right. It's and all then right. they fuck like three more times. Yeah, they do it like five times in like a four hour span. Uh-huh. Which he's a 28 year old man, and that is something to be proud of. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm good after one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Do so tired. Sleep. You like get some water and go to bed. Yeah. Just be done. <laughs> yeah, uh. she convinces him finally that she's ready. That she is like a smart, capable adult, which is definitely something that adults say. They have to affirm that they're adults a lot. Capable adult. (laughs) Yes. Uh, he, but then he they fingers fall her, which is nice. Oh yeah, yeah. I always like when there's some lead up to like getting your dick wet. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. When there's like make a sure little she's ready because she's yeah a virgin. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, he figures her. She, I think she comes, and then they have actual real sex, which what? is so heteronormative. I'm so sorry for everything I just said. <laughs> <laughs> they have PIV yeah. sex, but then they fall asleep for a couple hours. It's sweet. Yeah, they fall asleep yeah. in in Mike's bed. But then they realize that Gina's not at home and it's oh, like shit. 5 a.m. or something. <laughs> She's like, don't worry. He's definitely asleep. And so she sneaks back you in. Sneak back into Zio's apartment. Yeah. She's like, see ya. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, he tells her, she tells him that he she loves him. So many pronouns. <laughs> she tells him that she loves him. And it's very sweet. And she's like, you don't have to say it back. I'm just going to go inside. Yeah. <laughs> But the next day, shit's gonna go down. Everything happens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, he goes into work, Mike goes into work, and Anthony's, like, pissed, and he's like, oh, shit, then he knows. 
but he doesn't know. Um, but he's he's more pissed that like Gina's wearing suit like a suit. Yeah, yeah, she's wearing, she's wearing pants. Yeah, like a pants suit. Yeah, because they want like pa- like suit shopping, and she's and then Mike like kind of sticks up for her, but then like Anthony or Antonio is like, uh, no, women in this family. I'm a little too progressive right now. I need to <laughs> dial it back. Yeah. <laughs> Um, our fa- the women in our family are just um, baby machines. Yeah, that's uh-huh. all they're good for. And then, um... <laughs> just like every word of the English language that's coming out. Of <laughs> uh, Zio is like making sure, like, oh, has Mike been good to you? And she says, oh yeah, he's been amazing. And uh, he reveals to her that Mike is gay, and like her entire world comes crashing yes. down. She's like, Shook. oh. She realizes that she has pushed him into every like act of affection that they have shared, and she's like, "Oh, oh that's I'm why the he was worst. hesitant." Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Oh no. So, so that's... then she's gonna fucking leave. Yeah. She's that's... like, I gotta get out of America. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the zany misunderstanding yes. that fulfilled the misunderstanding square in uh-huh. this Harlequin novel. Yeah. Yes. But she goes and looks for Mike, though. Does she? Yeah, she goes and confronts him about it. You're right. And she's like, I know you're. I know that you're. Are you gay? Basically, she just confronts him. Yeah. And he's like, No, who told you that? And then it all, the whole house of cards comes oh, crashing yeah. down. And he's like, She says, You're gay. And he says, You mean, am I happy? Like, <laughs> it's a language barrier thing. Which is, he knows that Anthony or that Robert told Anthony that he was gay at this Antonio. point. Antonio. Yeah. An- Antonio. Uh, <laughs> Anthony was... always. Yeah. <laughs> Tony. Um, so like the whole jig is up before this confrontation. So like, why does he bring up, like, you mean that I'm happy? Yeah. Like, dude, you know what she means. <laughs> oh, Mike. Oh, sweet, innocent karate Mike. <laughs> karate Mike. <laughs> prison Mike. Cool prison Mike. What was the worst thing about 10th grade? It was the Dementors. <laughs> Uh, that was a, that was oh, do you know what she she has that conversation about if you're gay, and then Mike picks Rob up from the airport, and then it's all cleared up. Yeah, so she does drop that bomb on him. Rob's kind of seems like a douchebag. He is the worst. <laughs> yeah. He's a total shithead. Like in the very the very first lines of the book are nice legs. Is yeah, she new? Yeah, and it's just yeah. Rob being a shithead about a, like a distributor who's come in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's such a piece of shit. Fuck. And he thinks so. Oh, I know how I'll get myself out of this bind. Lies. Yeah. <laughs> just seat. Let's go cruise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, the Mike and Robert crash Zio's apartment. Like, they're going to stay in and have a dinner, him oh, and Gina. Oh, yeah. And Mike and Robert come to just clear up absolutely everything. <laughs> <laughs> there is just, like, 20 pages where it's just blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Nothing important. They're because... just trying to resolve all their feuds. Exactly. Because Gina is going to leave and Mike... Basically, it's like, no, you can't leave. I'm it. in love with I you. Love this sexy child, <laughs> this <laughs> man baby. <laughs> and uh, Mike starts it with like, no, Gina has to be a part of the business because she's smart and she's capable. And she'll be an asset to the business. You're being a butt. And after that, he's like, here's the other thing though. I love her. Yeah. And I have put my penis. She in her. makes my wiener hard. Mm, yeah, like Mount Vesuvius. Uh huh. So Mike really does, like, put it all on the line. He calls Zio an ass. He, like, risks his job because he's being dumb about Gina, which is... I feel like the book ends before the epilogue with 
Antonio not really no. agreeing There's to no anything. Yeah. yeah, it just jumps. It's uh-huh. like if we do a two-year time skip, you'll forget that I didn't actually write a resolution. Yes, no yeah. one is fine with it. Well, like, the, the, <laughs> epilogue, the epilogue doesn't really even solve that either. It's just like I don't know, like a couple years in the future, like you said, and it's like Gina's working with Mike. Yep. We don't know if they're at the fucking same. <laughs> yeah, place. Exactly. Do they start their own business? Yep. Like, because Anthony's not in the epilogue, no. but yeah. Robert is. Yep. Because Robert's like, hey, he'll, she'll make a fine wife for you one day. <laughs> <laughs> I think they are married. Well, she's got a... No, she's not, they're not married. Oh, but she's pregnant? Is she pregnant? Did I'm they... like 90% sure she's pregnant. But yes. they're always, they always are. That's what women do. Oh, Oh, because you think I look fat? Exactly. You yeah. think I look fat. I better not be well, pregnant. Well, you're supposed to look plump or something. <laughs> yeah, oh, something gross. Like that. Because that's yeah. how, that's how, like, there's, a, I mean, like what you were saying earlier, there's like, this is probably one of those touch points that like all Har- Harlequin novels have to be. Do they always have to get married and have kids at yep. the end of They have to be married. It's, uh, it's a trope called Babies Ever After. Is it really? When, like, that's what it's called? Yeah. When um, the, the resolution of a story specifically for like female protagonists always ends with marriage and babies. Gotcha. Like think about like the Hunger Games where it was absolutely inappropriate for it, for the story to end in that way, but it does end with like oh it's ten years later and I'm married and I had a bunch of kids. It's just it's just a shorthand for like now they're all happy. Chat. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, that's a, I think it's been like only a few books we've read that it haven't ended that way. Yeah, they're always like oh I love you and I want to get married. I couldn't name one. No, Timmy, mating the huntress. Oh. Um. Pound in the butt. I feel like we name them every episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those two. It just broke so much ground. Yeah. <laughs> so groundbreaking. So, yeah, the epilogue is just weird. It's like, oh, uh, we're married, and Zio is getting married to someone who, like, rations his cigars and his alcohol. So, there's that uh-huh. subplot just tied and up cooks in a some vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> I feel, it, it does kind of feel like there was a, a word count that she had to make and then like she was like way too far ahead of that and she had to come crashing down exactly quickly as soon as she hit page 250 she was like uh done they got babies (laughs) they had babies (laughs) (laughs) oh god this book is wild yeah what what like what is you read this is this the first time you've read it since you were 13 yes it is (laughs) (laughs) let's just touch on that let's let's (laughs) Let's unpack that (laughs) i was like oh okay this is what sex is like first you kiss then you kiss Mm. uh on a different day (laughs) (laughs) in a different closet (laughs) then you kiss but with your shirt off and uh then you have children i was like that's just what what babies that's a bell curve (laughs) that's just how love works i don't know it just like it gave me I wouldn't say that this alone is responsible for my self-esteem issues <laughs> as a 13-year-old child, but so much attention is paid to, like, her amazing body and how everyone mm-hmm. pays her so much attention. She turns heads in the wine bar, even uh, in, like, such a crowded place full of beautiful women where every third woman is a showstopper. So I was like, oh, okay, to get the attention of a nice man who will, you know, who will be nice and not just instantly dive for my virginity, I have to be the sexiest woman on the planet. Right. <laughs> that's... that's... So horrible yeah. yeah instead i went the route of not dating boys <laughs> <laughs> that worked out pretty well to guard my precious flower yeah. <laughs> good route for sure did you remember any of the book oh yeah you, you remembered like entirely or no i i, I remembered the coney island thing because that was the cover of the book that was burned into my yeah. burned into my brain was just like them shirtless and hugging and looking off into the distance <laughs> <laughs> yes 
Huh. Yeah, that's none of the rest of it was particularly memorable, but that was like it was a scandal. They almost got the boob police called on oh, them. Yeah. It was very it stuck in my mind. What, what would you rate it? Oh boy. Well, back then when I was 13, 13 year old Leah would have rated it five out of five <laughs> because <laughs> I was new to being horny. Uh-huh. And I was like, this book did the trick. Yes. So it must be, it's binary. Either you're horny or you're not. Yeah. <laughs> but then you wrote um, a bunch of other books. Yeah. Then I wrote Lord of the Rings. Right after this. Yeah, that inspired. Was... You could sell. You could sell all the sex scenes in Lord of the Rings are yeah. inspired by this book. Yeah, they cut them out of the movies to keep the rating. Uh... <laughs> you watch the extended version. Yeah, watch the director's off cut. of piratebay.org. Yes, <laughs> just Google search Lord of the Rings original. <laughs> search Lord of the Rings sex scene, and what you will find is mostly Aragorn Legolas fan fiction. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Legolas. That's like good shit though. Yeah. <laughs> Orlando Broom. Oh, Orlando Broom <laughs> in the flesh. <laughs> Do you guys want to know a, fan, uh, a, a, a fact that I just found out? Yeah, absolutely. I'm turning the page from the last page of this book. Oh, dear. <laughs> Debbie Rollins' last name's not Rollins. I know. I what? saw that. It starts with like a Q. Quatrone. Quatrone. Which has oh got to be Italian, right? It must have been maybe. It says uh, Debbie Quatrone 2013. So maybe she like got married or two. divorced. Maybe she. Say that again. Sorry. Mine says 2002. Oh, shit. Well. This is from the British publication. <laughs> because I refuse to pay American money for this book. <laughs> uh, I just want to go back to the beginning really quick. Yeah, there's, a, there's a shout out that I, that I, we always look, I always look at the, sh- the like the dedicated to. Uh-huh. And it's always, it always reveals why the book was written. Please. Uh, this is for Sue H., the real Gina. Thanks for all your stories. You're a fun and gutsy lady. Have a great 80th. Oh my! So, <laughs> so she knew like a very sexy no- octogenarian. Uh-huh. I think it was probably based on this person. That's kind of dope, actually. Yeah, and now she's eighty. Yeah, that eighty-year-old was really ahead of her time watching Sex in the City. <laughs> <laughs> she is Sex in the City. Aww. What about you, Kels? What, what is this? What is this? Yeah, compare? what do you rate this? I gave it a two. Um, uh-huh. I I enjoy. I mean, I enjoyed it. I was put off by her being a child and like just so annoyingly naive i was like bitch (laughs) she's a confusing character yeah she has really admiral traits and then like she's seen sex in the city and yet (laughs) and yet she doesn't know know what a blowjob is that's all samantha talks about like I, I don't buy it. I don't Shout buy it. Shout out to you. Samantha Palazzo. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when you all thought that I was talking about her? Yeah. <laughs> In fairness, you talk about Samantha yes. a lot. Yeah, this is Samantha Podcast. Uh, Samantha Podlazzo. Uh-huh. <laughs> that made me squat. Squat. That definitely peaked uh, <laughs> the, the audio level. Good. <laughs> Um, it was a weir- really weird book for me. I don't, I don't like know like what to think. I finished mm-hmm. it like a few hours ago, uh, and it still got me like re- like reeling, real, real horny. <laughs> like I don't, yeah. I don't like Mike 
and I don't hate Mike. Yeah, yeah. I don't like much Gina, of a character. And I don't hate Gina. They kind of just like invented Mike as this ideal man to take your virginity where he respects you and waits until you are ready. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's otherwise beyond that, he just like works a lot and does karate. <laughs> it would have been awesome if he just disappeared at the end. Like she's <gasps> yeah. she's like rubbing her pregnant belly and then she like turns around like, Honey, can you get some bread at the grocery store? And then she realizes that he is not there, and she looks down, and then she's not pregnant anymore. And he's been a ghost this whole <laughs> yeah. time. And then she sees a, a letter next to her, but she's like, you're ready now. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one's her very cerebral. <laughs> so with that said, I give it a five out of five. <laughs> that tracks. That does track. Oh my god yeah i I'd recommend it for lovers of um perky boobs uh-huh definitely um, a lot of those. coney island mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, hijinks <laughs> a lot of hijinks naivety hijinks. um people that don't have a ton of time to read this is pretty good for them yeah. people who aren't italian <laughs> yeah or know any italians uh-huh. because this will upset you or, or or your only uh the only thing you know about Italians is from Mario. Yes. You'll love this. Or if you are 13. <laughs> or if you're 13. <laughs> and this was the first book you saw yeah. in the library. <laughs> I feel like it's probably a lot easier to like get away with reading this book now. Like, yeah. You could just have it on your fucking iPad. Kids have iPads now. Definitely. You don't have to hide it. You just like put it in a different folder. <laughs> Even if your mom caught you reading this book, it's so tame compared to a lot of other romance novels. Also, if my kid, if I caught them like reading, I wouldn't be like, oh, they're just reading a fucking book. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's very few things that if I found my kid reading, I'd be like, that's fucked up. Yep. If it was, I don't know, some kind of like bill that the Republicans are trying to pass. (laughs) (laughs) Unless they're just informing themselves about it so they can, you know. True. You have to know it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You guys have some hypothetical, really intelligent kids. (laughs) (laughs) They're either one or two things they're reading. Bills or Harlequin novels. (laughs) That's hopefully both. I hope both. Fanfic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Fucking, I don't know, like Marco Rubio fanfic. (laughs) Yikes. Yikes. I hope there's not. That doesn't exist. I guarantee that it does. I have seen have There's fanfic of everything. But Republicans don't read. (laughs) (laughs) They don't need to be able to read to be able to write. I just remember reading, like, uh, it was written as a joke, but it was Paul Ryan Mitt Romney fanfiction, like, 10 years ago. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. You can find anything. (laughs) If you want anybody giving it to anybody else, you can find it. Huh. And that's what we'll be covering on. Podlantis, yeah, <laughs> all fanfic. Cool, we did it. Yeah, we nailed it. We educated Gina and we educated ourselves and Mike. <laughs> everybody learned a lot about everybody Mike else. Mike needed it sorely. <laughs> did. Uh, Sweet. Uh, well, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, yeah. this was. I feel a lot smarter now. I do too. This educated. Was I had a wonderful time. <laughs> Well, next week we're going to be reading Kiss of Surrender by Sandra Hill. So we're going to have, you know, our very special Hills Angels bitch back. It's been so long. (laughs) Yeah, it's been like two months. My loins are ready. (laughs) (laughs) Ew, I want to hear about your loins, darling. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, but you can follow us on onehotpod.com. It's where we post all the ups. um, And we have like the up upcoming books on a calendar there you know if you want to check that out 
follow us on uh, Instagram, One Hump Pod. One Hump Pod. Don't follow us on Twitter. Yeah, unfollow. Please unfollow us on Twitter. Yeah, it's doing more the damage. The three to people society. that are following us on Twitter, just stop. Clear your inbox. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Um, <laughs> so but yeah, a troll account now. <laughs> but yeah, listen to us anywhere you're listening to us right now. And uh, thanks for listening. Thank you, Leah, for being here and yeah, sharing this wonderful experience. <laughs> Thank it you so much. Truly for having a me. delight. <laughs> uh, but we'll we'll catch you next week. Yeah. Bye. It's been a, been a pleasure. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Love you.